Welcome to 81 Kerchable, Beers with Business Owners, where we talk to local business owners about what makes them tick. Welcome to our second episode of our podcast, 81 Kerchable, Beers with Business Owners. I'm here with... Hey everyone, I'm Jason Coletta with Hill Mortgage. I'm Chris Cooper. I own a company called Zeppelin Cleaning Services. We do carpet cleaning, air duct cleaning, and janitorial services. And I am Melissa Freidenberg with Pearl Planning. We do financial planning and investment management. Today is a very special episode. One, because we're here with my dear friend, Lana Young, owner of Savvy Chic here in Gross Point. And also because it's our first remote recorded podcast. So we actually are not all together due to the coronavirus. We are all uh, sheltering in place, but we are having beers. We're trying to make this work so that we can feature our favorite business owners whose businesses have been affected by this crazy virus. So welcome, Lana. So glad to have you here. Hello. Is that you? Hi. Hi. Yo. Hello. You know Chris Cooper, right? I well, we've never actually met in person, but we've we've talked on the phone and we've exchanged emails. Um, If you want to know what I look like, the best description is what my mom (laughs) says about me, which is so weird because it's like most mothers are like, right? My my baby is so good looking. He's so handsome. My mom's like, I just watched a documentary on Leonard Skinner. You look like the guy from Leonard Skinner. What's so funny is um, I actually did see a picture of you recently on social media. And you know how you get like this picture in your head of what somebody looks like or who they are from, you know, our phone calls and our emails. And it was nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. But then once I realized the whole Zeppelin naming connection, I was like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I have not progressed a lot since high school in terms of my look, but uh, well, in terms of anything, really. So (laughs) here here we are. (laughs) But just knowing the, the Zeppelin company and using you. I, I never made the connection with Led Zeppelin, who I am a big fan of, but I never made the connection of that could possibly have, have been why you named it that. But once I saw the picture and listened to the other podcast, I was like, oh, absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, and Lana, I mean, since they're rude, my name's Jason Coletta. It's nice to Hi, meet you. Hi, Jason. You Did too. you look me up on Facebook? I did not, but I will immediately. Do yourself a favor and do that. I will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll just right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, most importantly, Lana, do you have a drink in front of you? You know what? I just made a cup of tea that I, I added a little uh, little bourbon to, so I'm good. Oh, all right. That's good. Because this is our first episode where we are recording remotely due to the uh, coronavirus. So savvy chic. Did I, did I pronounce chic right? Yeah, Savvy Chic Boutique. Like Iron Chic? All right, Savvy Chic. Uh, it's in the village in Gross Point, Michigan. Uh, she does high-end clothing. No, and... trendy, affordable clothing. Okay. 
every women's clothing boutique around here was high end and designer. And I wanted to have something that was affordable, trendy, cute, not your Ann Taylor loft, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's definitely not high end. But the reason I said that is because I've seen so many people, um, so many women who have worn stuff. And I said, where did you get that? And they said, Savvy Chic. And it looked high end to me. So that's why I said not because. Well, great. That's my goal. uh, Not because I thought like the stuff that you had in there was like, you know, $400, you know, for a blouse or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, so I have the same experience every time I wear an outfit. um, And I love that I can go in and get it like, a purse, earrings, an outfit, and you help me or your staff helps me pick something out for a specific event, I always get compliments. Um, more so than when I shop anywhere else. So as far as calling it high-end or not high-end, whatever it is, it's cute. And I do love that I'm not dropping a lot of money on something and it's trendy. It's in style currently. Yes. So like high-end looks with uh, reasonable pricing. Is that a good way? Are you trying or... to create a slogan for her? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Do I have to pay yeah, you for that one? All your marketing problems right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you give us some background on how you got started and um, how long you've been in Gross Point? I moved to Gross Point nine years ago from Chicago. I am not from Gross Point. I am also not from Chicago. Um, my husband is from Gross Point. I am from the West side. I grew up in Farmington Hills. Um, but after college, I met my husband in college at Michigan state, go green. And (laughs) yes, I'm a Spartan too. Woo. And, um, so after college, we moved, um, to Dallas, Texas, because I got a job with Neiman Marcus as a buyer in their corporate retail world. So um, that was kind of like my first corporate retail job out of college. I majored in merchandising management. So I'm kind of one of the small percentage of people actually doing their career with their major. Um, So we moved to Dallas and I uh, worked with Neiman's in their buying office for almost three years. So after question, yeah, how was Dallas? Was it sweet? My husband growing up in Gross Point and me growing up in Michigan as well. Dallas was is very landlocked. There's no water, and my husband is a huge sailor, so it was really difficult to live there. Actually, we um, did not enjoy it that much. So you ended up here after that. No, no. So, um, so in my promotion, moving out of the corporate office and going out into the retail stores, they are so cool that, um, you know, you can basically pick being from the Midwest and all our family was here. We decided to go to Chicago. So Neiman's moved us just to Chicago and I went to their Northbrook, Illinois store, which is like 20 minutes North of downtown Chicago. And, um, I ran the designer jewelry department there. Um, so that was like my promotional next step. And then you like Chicago. Oh, we love Chicago. We ended up staying. Yeah, I, I mean, Chicago too. we were there, I think 11 years oh, well. before we moved you- here. 
do you live like uh near wrigleyville like that's i feel like that's where young people live when they go there yeah when we first moved there from dallas we moved to um it was called lakeview which is the suburb or the neighborhood i guess uh right next to wrigleyville so we were just south of Wrigleyville. So we could definitely like hear the games going on and could definitely walk to Wrigleyville. But our neighborhood was called Lakeview. That's so interesting. Um, Lena, I've known you for a while and I did not know that you weren't from Gross Point. I knew you were in Chicago, but I thought you were from Gross Point, went to Chicago and came back like a lot of Gross Pointers. But no, no, I'm a West Sider. Look at that. You fooled everyone. I know. I know. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> You've assimilated well. Yes, yeah. yes, thank you, thank you. I know my husband always says, uh, I mean, he he moved to Gross Point, I think, when he was, like, eight. Um, and he always jokes and says, you know more people from Gross Point than I do. For sure. Have you accepted the fact that the world ends at I-94 now? Yes, I, I do live in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> now you're, so you're married at this point already. Yeah. Um, and that you don't have any kids yet, right? When? What point? Did you have kids in Chicago or did you like come to Gross Point to have kids? We did not have kids until we moved to Chicago. We were in Chicago for, I think, five years before we had our daughter. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Everybody moves here to have kids, I feel like. Well, that's why I asked because it does seem like that's kind of the motivation to kind of like come back and have a family here. Well, we yeah. had, um, I have two kids. I have a daughter and a son. Um, my daughter's 13. My son is 10. So they were both born in Chicago. And um, when my daughter was starting kindergarten, actually, in Chicago, um, we, Chicago public schools are awful. You know, it's it, everybody does private school that lives in like Chicago proper. It's just public school option is not awesome there. So when um, so I'm doing some quick math here. Yeah. So you've been married for like 20 years, right? Uh, 20 years next year. Yeah. So you opened your first store in the park in what year? Opened in Gross Point Park in 2015, April of 2015. Okay. Where at? Like, it was like the very edge of Gross Point, Detroit. So right where the roundabout is, yeah, pretty few, pretty yeah. much is where I was. So yeah. between yeah. Maryland and Weyburn on Kirchable. Okay. And um, it was a very very small store. It was like six hundred square feet. It was tiny, but I was just trying it out and seeing if it would work. And um, after about two years, I realized I needed more space. And also I was really wanting a higher traffic area. Um, so I started looking into the village and was able to move to where I am now, three years in this location. And what motivated you to do this? I mean, this is kind of a, I mean, this is not something like that I would do. Like, it's got to be, like, something you're passionate about. Like, you're like, I want people to look. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to do this. So, being we moved to Gross Point, and I wasn't working. I was just stay-at-home mom. And then um, my son started preschool and – or, I'm sorry, my son started kindergarten. So, he was going to school full-time. And I am just not the type of person that can just, like, stay home and, you know, go to lunch with the girls and – 
I mean, he, he started kindergarten and by like the end of September, I was like, I can't do this. Like I started looking for a job, like a full-time job in corporate retail in my background around, you know, the area. Um, and this being Detroit, it was like, every time I looked for like buyer or product manager, it was all automotive. And I'm like, well, that's definitely not my background. It's actually my husband who reminded me that, um, when we lived in Chicago, that I had talked a lot about opening my own store. Why don't, why don't you do your own thing? And then his whole like financial background, he's like, I said, okay, that sounds great. And he said, okay, now do a business plan, get an attorney, get a accountant and go over everything with them. And then we'll talk. I was like, oh crap, really? That sounds like (laughs) something my husband would do. Right. And you're like, it's all yeah. fun out of this creative plan. And I like Googled business plan and like found one online and filled it out. And then I was like, oh, wait, I, it, it actually might work. And then I met with an accountant and I met with a lawyer and like dotted all my I's and crossed the T's. And on paper, it looked like it might work. And so then he said, all right, find a space. And that's when I found that super small space in the park and started out. Let's go back to Googling <laughs> business plans. How many small business owners do you think start there? I would, I would venture to say a majority. 90, 90%. 90%? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I Google stuff all the time, even in my business, like stuff I know the answers to, yeah. I just need to confirm. So, I, think right? a I, mis- mean, I think a common misconception of the public is that business owners know what they're doing. And I, I don't or know everything. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. ninety yeah. percent oh. of the time what I'm Same doing. As far as so, stuff, I, I Google them like uh, yeah. or look on one of the you know, lenders, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just as lost as everyone else. I love what I will say though. Uh, if anybody is thinking about starting a business and is intimidated by a business plan, it is so simple. It's like, you know, you Google it and you find one and. It, it's just basic, but you have to do it. But it, I mean, in my opinion, it, it was relatively simple. I was like, why am I so scared of this? It, it really is a simple process and it's just putting your thoughts on paper. Yeah. That's good to know for anyone out there thinking about starting a business. Now, yeah. store is not open, but you do have a website where people can still buy clothing and then do they pick it up? Or do you mail? Like, well, right now, right now? Um, I was doing like in-store appointments and curbside pickup, but about a week ago, I stopped all of that. And um, I ship, you can shop online and I will ship anywhere in the United States. And we're doing free shipping right now. Um, I'm also just doing. Where do we go? Where do it's, we go? It's uh, SavvyChicGP.com. S A V V Y C H I C G P dot com. Nice. And then maybe could people order from there and maybe pick up after the uh, shelter in place is over? Like if they don't necessarily need absolutely the trendy outfits for home quarantine. Cause I know my wardrobe, I've been wearing like nothing cute, <laughs> but <laughs> no, absolutely. You can. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like bra optional. I just put one on for the podcast. So, um, so it's all, you said it's all women? 
basically women's clothing. So Jason can't get an outfit there, right? Well, what size are you? Could <laughs> <laughs> be like a baby of 18 or a yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah. No, it is it is all women. Are there, are there any plans uh, for you, Lana, to do like a men's thing so I can stop getting my shit no. at Costco, look like an idiot? You, you could call the you could call that line <laughs> man. <laughs> Huh? You hear that? <laughs> All right. Oh, man, look at that. You need a marketing director? Uh, yeah. Um, no current plans for a men's store in the future. Let's uh, let's do one more plug uh, for you, Lana. So if people want to uh, to get your stuff, they can always go online to your website, which you mentioned earlier was www.savvychicgp.com. Or visit your place in the village uh, once it reopens, um, the village in Gross Point. And uh, pretty much everybody knows where that is, so it'll be easy to find. And um, Anything else to add to that? Uh, not really. You can also uh, email me or direct message me if you have any questions about anything you see on the website. Or if you're looking for something specific, I'm happy to help you out with a gift or an event that you're trying to outfit for. I'm here. And also your Instagram, right? Do you want people to Absolutely. follow Instagram? Instagram, Facebook, those are both huge, huge outlets for what we have coming in on a daily basis, like our favorite outfits, um, things that you need for upcoming events or things you might want today or just new arrivals. Well, we want to thank you for breaking away from your son's Fortnite <laughs> game to do this. Yeah. Very nice I, I will pass on the thanks to him. He has he has come in the basement yeah. twice now looking to see if I'm finished. Uh, well, tell uh, Alex he can get back to his fortnight now and thank you so much for Thanks for having me guys. This was great. And I hope to uh see Chris and Jason in person one day and meet you guys and yeah, remember to look Jason yes. up on Facebook. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be disappointed. Not <laughs> right. We need to set a date to have a real beer. Sounds, yes, yeah, let's do it. Like Perfect. I'm yeah. holding you All to right. that. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lana. Thank you.